game, so let's begin this couple of things. Um, so first I want to give a special thanks to our artist, Amo Rossi, who's designed our caricatures that you see on our, our, our YouTube show, the artwork of myself and Evie. Uh, I just want to give a special thanks to her. If you'd like to see more of her work, uh, check out her website at almoart.com. Also, want to give a thanks out to Marcello Pompey, who's done our mainstay uh, graphic of me and Evie. And, uh, unfortunately, there's no website for him, but you can check out. His, I'll give a link out to our website, so uh, I'll give a link for that. David Banner wanted to end the running. He wanted to live in peace. You have to stop someplace. But once again, they made him angry. Maybe angry enough to kill. Maybe I belong in a cage. Now, imprisoned, he will struggle to hide the fury within him. But he will not succeed. I can't stand trial. You have no choice. Because now David Banner faces his greatest trial. The trial of the Incredible Hulk. Welcome to the Pantheon. I am Ray. I am Evie. So, Evie, what's today's uh, topic about? Today's topic is about the trial of the incredible that's right it is the second film of the trilogy of films based on the 70s series it stars bill bixby and lou ferrigno and this is directed by bill bixby i think this is his first real debut television movie directorial debut uh i know for a fact he's done a lot of tv uh shows or uh direct directing yeah. uh, as well as like shows like blossom and, and as well as episodes of the incredible hulk um overall, overall in terms of the have you seen the other films before I even go on? Like, yeah, it's like The Return and The Death of Incredible yeah. Hulk. Okay, out of the three, which one do you think this is the, probably the better storytelling, or do you think the overall better film, better action one? Which where do you rank this one out of the three? Um, that was maybe two. Oh, so it's in the middle, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like the death of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I guess because because the undertones, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand that. Uh, and some people may have some issues with the movie. This was set up to be a selling point for a Daredevil TV series back in the uh, late 80s. Yeah, oh, wow. um, so that's why you see a lot more Daredevil than you see the Hulk, because mm -hmm. they were trying to pitch it. So then the network, I think it was NBC, would do a would do a follow-up series yeah, based yeah, on the yeah, TV, yeah. TV movie. Because yeah, if you watch yeah. how it ends off, it ends off kind of on a cliffhanger where uh, Wilson Fisk and Daredevil would, their fight would continue. That's true. Uh, so it was unresolved in, in, in that in that regard, and uh, but nothing came of it. True. So it stars Rex Smith, uh, and that's for those who don't recall, uh, those who weren't even around at that time. Uh, there's a series that you and I watched as kids. It was called uh, Street Hawk. Yeah, uh, it was which was kind of like a superhero vigilante uh, series, and yeah. that was in the zeitgeist of, of the viewers at the time because there was a, probably a two year difference between that series mm -hmm. and the Hulk right. so he was a natural fit uh, in terms of the viewing audience at the time to mm -hmm. play to be accepted as a, uh, a superhero character yeah you know uh, he's an initially a Broadway a man Broadway song and dance man so the physicality was easy for him to play mm -hmm. um, I, I liked it I liked the characters in it um, and what do you think as a director maybe you mean I don't know if you can talk about this but like in terms of Bixby's uh, uh, take on uh, this particular movie because there's some differences between the series itself and the the movie yeah no I thought he was a good director you mm -hmm. know you know sometimes he overacted but oh no, yeah it wasn't no yeah not, you know like no I thought it was good as he was good as an actor mm -hmm. you know sometimes some of it was kind of kind of didn't make sense and jumped around 
Yeah, there's one of the things you're, you're actually you're absolutely right because there's a, there's a lot of fast forwarding take like um, they speed up the process of the video yeah. of, of him transforming or the or the, the train sequence where it they move really like it's just like the, the video was actually fast forwarded too. Yeah, um, and that's something he did quite a bit in the in the, the in the film, which is something new. Yeah. Um, what did you think of uh, Kingpin in this version of uh, Daredevil? The, the Trouble Hulk. Mm. He was okay. Yeah, he was okay. But but what's his name? I've seen him John Ray's uh, Davies. Is yeah, it? John Ray's Davies. Davies. Yeah, I've seen him in stuff. Yeah, he's the guy you see in Indiana Jones. Yeah, uh, he you know like uh, he like, yeah, sliders. Yeah, uh, that's where I know him mostly from. But this is when video was still a very big thing, and he was like a he 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 was definitely big into being a director yeah so i thought this was kind of like a pathos to bixby being a director through like character through him because mm-hmm. uh, he was saying this is this is your debut this is your scene yeah when you get the damsel in distress yeah getting kidnapped so sorry this was when the use of vhs tapes was very big in the market yeah you yeah know? oh for sure and, and everyone was this was affor- it was affordable to have a camera or a yeah. camcorder you know so this okay. was that transitional period um what do you think of uh the costume of daredevil yeah <laughs> Very basic. Basic, yeah. It, it's it's not. It looked, yeah. It was kind of. It was supposed to be like the ninja outfit kind of thing yeah. by Frank Miller, it, but you were right because Stan Lee. Uh, oh, by the way, this is Stanley's very first cameo appearance in a movie or yeah, you're in right. television. You're movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, he played one of the jurors. He mentioned after the fact that he hated the costume for Daredevil in yeah. this film, which was sort of funny. Because, uh, uh, but, though he, it wasn't his creation, he was uh, he, mm-hmm. just, he added to the story much later on. Right. What do you think? The actual trial itself, because it's not a real, because uh, no. it's not a, it's not a real trial. It's no. a dream sequence. When, yeah, uh, I don't know if we could spoil that for those who haven't seen. Yeah, okay. Um, very quick, very closed and shut. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, you go. You, you know, they didn't even give him a proper trial or anything. No, no. <laughs> uh, but it, it's interesting. This is the first time you see him like, get get really mad in the, in yeah. the sequence, and um, true. and him in prison, such so was nice. Oh yeah, that's right. He turned into the Hulk. Then, yeah, he? yeah. Then he took off somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Who, yeah. Okay. Uh, the one thing I, I will say for sure, this is the first time you see the Hulk in the purple shorts, yes. which you see in the cartoon or in the, in the, in the dolls. Uh, this is the one and only time Lou Ferrigno actually wore those uh, trademark look. He, he never had that in, in any of the episodes of the series, so this was interesting to have. Yeah, uh, I uh, when I was a kid, like I had the action figure. Mm-hmm. I thought it was blue jeans. Maybe it was purple shorts. I don't know. Oh, for the dolls? Yeah, for the dolls. Oh, anyway, yeah. that's... Hey, well, for those who have the dolls, I mean, they're they're they're, they're money right now. Yeah, for if sure. you have the old school uh, I know. items back then, back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Great show. I destroyed my. Don't know where it is. Oh. Well. Oh no. We'll, I, we'll I, I Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, overall, well, how'd you rank this one in, in just in general? It's pretty good series, maybe C plus B. Yeah, I'd give it a B. Uh, it, I think in terms of the story, I think it was pretty solid for what it was in the nineties. Yeah, for sure. Eighties, yeah. sorry, yeah, sorry, exactly. the eighties. Uh, but the, I, this was this came out one month before Batman, the nineteen eighty nine uh, Michael Keaton Batman. Oh, really? So wow. it the bar is it's, it's hard to tell you where the bar is. Right. Yeah, I'd say because the budget is you could tell they had to make some. Uh, concessions for yeah. the, for the movie but overall i thought it was a really a really solid uh story if you're especially for the fans of the 70s mm-hmm. uh, series it was faithful faithful to that source material but yeah. uh but looking at now i guess 2020 
eyes. Yeah. It's a little um, dated and a little soft. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Still, it wasn't that bad, though. No, it's a, it's a treat, for, especially for, for people sure. who are nostalgic for the old school old stuff. stuff yeah. And seeing a Lou Ferrigno, it's, it's great. It's a throwback to the yeah. time. Uh, yeah, I give this like a, like a like a C plus kind sure. of thing, but like I think out of the three, the trilogy, uh, it's probably one of the, my the, the the top uh, the, the wealth the most smoothest one, the well thought out one. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would say that in terms of the uh, emotional empathy, yeah, that you have obviously the last one is probably the uh, the one you want to go to. But I thought this was pretty solid for what it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, the sad music when I was a kid always made me cry when he's by himself. And- had to move on, you know, yeah. kind of like a uh, guy with guy with no home or whatever, you know, not yeah. his fault, but anyway. Didn't they do that in St- Family Guy, like with Stewie? Yeah, they did. The- once, yeah. <laughs> so just out of curiosity, um, have you ever done any jury duty or you know, been in the court in any way? No. No? Uh, I had to do jury duty a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Apparently, after you do jury duty, you have a three-year window before they, so they can't call you. Oh, wow. And my three years is up, so they call me again. Oh, which I'm like, I'm dreading to, oh. to do. Uh, it's it's boring, man. It's like you know the expression, you can watch paint dry. Yeah, because you're so questioned to a room waiting for them to call you. Oh. And the first two days, I was like, no, no, no one was calling me. Oh. I literally saw my shadow from the sun went up, shift, the sun went down. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I realized, okay, I need to bring a book, you know. Oh. And uh, luckily, I never got picked. But uh, it's. It's a very long and boring process. So now we get to a segment that we like to refer to as the double feature, where we uh, we recommend a film, compliment the movie that we just featured for this week. Mm-hmm. So double feature, what film would you think would compliment uh, Trial of the Incredible Hulk? Trial of the Incredible Hulk. I would say that Daredevil would, because... Which one? Um, well, isn't, um, Daredevil, um, uh, he's a lawyer, right? Yeah, you mean the movie Daredevil, right? Pardon? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. So that's the Ben Affleck first? Yeah, the Ben Affleck first, you know. Although, yeah, it was, it was an alright movie, Mm -hmm. but him being a lawyer and stuff. Right. And even like, like there's a series too, right, where Mm -hmm. he also plays... A lawyer and and um, and the Hulk being tried um, by a lawyer so the theme is the law and whether right and wrong mm-hmm. so did you watch the director's cut for Daredevil no the original Original. I've, I own the director's cut I've never had time to watch it yet because apparently there's a there's segments with Coolio in it I heard that yeah he's I think he's Turk in that's his character. Okay, I and remember Turk. Yeah. Turk, there's a scene. Turk's in the scene in this movie as a cameo. Okay, you know who Turk is, right? Yeah. Okay, so I thought that was interesting because that's the one character, one of the few characters that has, that has a stay through in all the Daredevil incarnations. Okay, uh, is the character of Turk, which I thought was kind of fun. Wow. Well, okay, my feature uh, that I would recommend the double feature for this, the one I'd recommend that I'm going to say compliments the movie in a small way. Uh, it's, it came out around the same time, or I think maybe two years after the release of this film, is, is The Last Boy Scout. Okay. With uh, Bruce Willis and Damien Wayans. Okay. And it's directed by Tony Scott. And it's an unlikely team-up, okay. which is what I think Hulk and Daredevil is. Okay. 
It's a little over the top. It is a a version where it's like the, the detective in this case, which is like the Bruce Willis character, um, is intelligent, and uh, which, is, which is kind of the opposite of the Hulk, but like that's the Banner's version, and it's uh, going up against a kingpin, but in this case, it's a sports agency. Okay. So it's it's a little, it's a, it's a little yeah, it's a guy who has who controls the media. And so there are parallels within that in a way, but I, I thought it was just a kind of an interesting take. And it's, it's, but it's also a very fun and enjoyable uh, uh, Woody Badger type of uh, situation. Like so. Wilson Fisk, is that why? Yeah, because yeah, you, you have a Wilson Fisk type setting. Um, you, don't, you don't have a Wilson Fisk character, but you have uh, a series of henchmen and villains, okay. which are memorable and fun, and uh, there's a great deal of humor to it. I don't think there's much humor in, in, the, uh, in this movie, because it takes itself kind of seriously in an in a odd way, but uh, I do see some uh, characteristics. Like if, I mean, if you, like, if you like the energy of what you're, expect, you're, you're trying to get from the Hulk and uh, Daredevil, uh, you kind of get that same kind of energy but more phonetic uh, or more frantic in The Last Boy Scout. So. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that ends the review. Um, I'm Ray. I'm Evie. Bye for now. See you next week.